This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yeah, you, you, right there, you, the one. I there He's I am dancing. in your ears I'm, saying I'm it. Dancing. You. Uh, brought to you by you through your support. <laughs> I forgot where I was through oh, your Dan. support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where pretty much every Sunday you get this all over again, but just as a half hour and somehow more informal uh, be, do me because me and Maureen do a little thing we call the town watch. That's for people that give it the five or ten dollar a month level. That ten dollar a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of a great club known as the Says Who Sticker Club. That's all for you at patreon.com slash says who. That's all for you. And this year, obviously, we're going to start working on video level, right, Dan? Not, not right now. Let's add more things to what Dan's doing. Let's let's no, pile on this. Let's not. Well, Dan, do you know about books? Because they happen. I've heard of them. I'm reading one. Uh, and also, just thought about my books today. My friend Kelly Link has a book out called The Book of Love. Aww. It's going to be an amazing award-winning novel. It is giant. It is the size of a cinder block, so you're going to get lots of value for money. But I have read this book in various drafts as um, it has been developed. I look forward to it winning all the literary awards. It is incredible. So let's just talk about The Book of Love today instead of wow. my book. Also, it's a Valentine's Day, so that's very pro- thematically appropriate. I mean, also, don't think it's a it's not the romance you may think it, it is today. It is a surreal. Nope, it's a surreal. Fa- it's a surreal fantasy. It's unlike wow. anything you've ever like. It's about basically death coming to a town and kids turning into ether and dragons and like. But also just a small town story. Wow. It is. Incredible. Like, it's nuts. It's it's unlike any book you'll ever read. That Kelly is... Link is a, a multi-hyphenate award-winning MacArthur Genius Grant writer, and this is a this, this is her first novel. So. Wow! Well, you can pick that up uh, anywhere, but you can also pick that up at KickBezosInTheBalls.org, which is our own little bookshop. And uh, you know what, Maureen isn't going to tell you, but I will. She okay. also writes books. They're I've all done very it. good. I've done and they're it. available for you to purchase anywhere books them. are sold. They'll, let, they'll just let you have them. I mean, no, that's a, at a library they will, though. Yeah. Different anywhere will let sale. you have them. I'm, I'm Well, you have to mm-hmm. give them something. For example, you if you come money. in and you have five pounds of potatoes, you can say, like, what book can I get for five pounds of potatoes? And they'll be like, we have this, we have a used copy of Twilight. Um, actually, you're going to get you're not going to get Twilight. You're probably going to get like a new moon or something, you know? Okay. Six pounds of potatoes is going to get you Twilight. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of potatoes. You have to barter is what I'm saying. But I think it's pretty easy to grow potatoes, isn't it? Don't you just like kind of cut a potato in half and leave it in the ground? That's what I was led to believe as a child. That's what I was also led to believe as a child. like, you like put them in a tire or something, you know what I mean? Like an old tire to make like a grow area. You put them in an old tire. That's, that's how things work. I, I'm not making this up. People get like tires and then fill those tires mm-hmm. with dirt as like a growing, sure. as like a little dance. Definitely don't look at me the, like... best, the best place to grow things is inside an old tire. The tire was just like a boundary. So they, it was like uh-huh. making a little, God damn it, Dan. Yeah, it's great. It's good. You know what? There's nothing wrong I'm with just... that, people. What a perfect plan. I'm just trying, I'm going to look this up after this, but I'm just saying there's, I'm just trying to help people grow potatoes and get books. I get it. Me I get it. I think probably uh, growing potatoes inside a tire is less good than it seems in your brain. Dan, I'm telling mm-hmm. you it's a thing. Okay. I mean, okay. Everyone <laughs> knows the, the, the Irish potato famine was because they ran out of tires. You know, I'm just leaving. I'm going to leave. All right. Anyway. That's at kickbezosintheballs.org. If you are uh, on the internet and you're buying things, why not go on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have a whole bunch of Says Who merchandise. Or you can go to shop.dansinker.com, which is my own little shop where I sell three patches. Three patches. Just three, three patches. Patch. One says trying. Three patch. One, One says, says trying. Cooper Black. 
One says Cooper and what, Black. And what's the third one? The third one says marginally employed. Oh, marginally employed. That's right. Which is sort of a lie right now, Maureen, because I'm sort of maximally employed right You're now. You're a little bit overemployed, aren't you, Danny Pan? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Dan, who's your Valentine? Janice. And the Aww. little one and the teen. Those are my Valentines. Okay. I'm my a very simple person. How about you? you Oscar, Dexy, and Olive says Huvia. Oh, isn't that nice? nice. Man, do you look? My birthday and and Valentine's Day have always been kind of conflated because, like, they're close together. And I have two friends. Birthday is so soon. It's on Friday. Yeah, I just got a box in the mail for you yesterday. It's supposed to arrive on Thursday. I I'm not a big birthday person. I tend to forget when my birthday is. Um. So people get really excited, and I'm always like, "Isn't my birthday?" Like, I guess. And they're like, "What'd you do for your birthday?" I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I had a sandwich. Like, I, I, I'm like, maybe today I'll get like a, an extra special sandwich, like a glitter Ooh. sandwich or something." But glitter sandwich. I don't know. I don't have anything planned. I never do. <laughs> and you know why? Every day's a little party for me. I'm always having a. I'm always having a nice Aww. time. Isn't that nice? That is nice. You know what, Dan? 2024. What? No, mm-hmm. fr- pretty frictionless so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that. Hey, you know what? Nothing can go wrong now. Oh no. Know what that part was? <laughs> that says who <coughs> made myself cough. The podcast was a pot, wasn't a podcast. It isn't a podcast. It, I, wait, it is a pod- podcast. Wait, okay, it I forgot isn't the word. a podcast. Got it. It's Schrodinger's I, podcast. I'm Maureen Johnson, and I am Dan Sinker. Maureen, mm. you are not along the ocean anymore. No, I'm not. You are also not at home. Yes, the last time you saw me, I was probably in a bathing suit. You were poolside. I was. I was in my room, I think. But That's true. But I had a pool yeah. outside my room. Yeah. Like all I had to do was like open. And by the way, the whole wall opens. You could push the whole wall back, of and course. there was a deck with an outside lounger bed, and then you just like stepped directly into a pool with a hammock over it. Not there now, Dan. Not there now. You're not there now, and and yet. You are also yes. not back at home. No, you, I'm in, I I see the up, telltale yeah. signs. Yeah, of a whole bunch of little novelty houses, cats balanced on windowsills. Whole way that around tells the room. me. Whole way around the room. You are at your folks' place. My mother claims she does not. She's not a knickknack collector. Hmm. Visible not, evidence. You have not seen the rest of this house, Dan. My mom is so knick-knacky that for yeah. example she has little ceramic cats all around like on the floor yeah sure and there's one little tiny one a little tiny cat statue that i looked over at christmas and he's like crouching around one of the, like a little like a little set of drawers yeah and i looked down at christmas and that little cat statue was wearing a tiny set hat. <laughs> of i feel like if you collect if you have more than like Four ceramic figurines of any kind. You yeah. cannot say, I'm not a knickknack collector. This house, I mean, I think if you remove the knickknacks, it might fall down. It's <laughs> so decorated at For all structural times. Structural knickknacks. I th- I'm starting to think so. Load like bearing knickknacks, no, load bearing tchotchkes. The house also, the decor changes per season. My mom has been doing that long before influencers. Like, like the the little floral arrangements over the framed embroideries change seasonally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everything everything is, like, seasonal. Yeah. But the Oops. real news is that you are no longer... In Mexico, you are no longer writing retreated slash relaxed 
and you decided that the best way to come back from a from a wonderful dreamlike moment in Mexico where you were in a boat alongside whales teaching their youngins how to swim was instead of going home and and continuing that relax yeah to go to your parents house well i had to pick up the dog she's down here right so i had to come to get her and then once i do that because i pay for these rides back and forth and they're kind of complicated to set up yeah. I just stayed to make my visit time because I come down a lot to help them because my parents need. Right. I just help with stuff. Right. But uh, we had a snowstorm down, and I was and I was supposed to call back today, but there was like, there's this giant snowstorm, biggest in three years, and I was like, well, I won't be able to get home, uh, so I guess I'll just have to postpone it. And the next ride is on Thursday. Yes. Um, and it is now sunny. It has stopped. Snowing, it's probably 50 degrees out, and all the snow that fell this morning has melted. <laughs> oh, perfect. So it's like just a nice day, and it would have been fine. <laughs> we had one of those snow days uh, just a few weeks ago where they were like, the apocalypse is coming, be prepared. And then we got literally a quarter of an inch of snow. We had... Four inches of snow on the ground this morning because I and it oh, was okay. well, pouring. It was pouring snow this morning. Yeah, there was four inches of accumulation. I was out. I played with Dexy four times already out in the snow. Yeah, and I'm looking out in the yard now, and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild to have this morning to be a complete whiteout that you can't see in, and then all the snow falls. Like I could not see; it was snowing so hard, and now it is gone. <laughs> that is wild. It's a weird day. So yes, uh, my ride would have been absolutely fine because there's nothing. But now you're there for a couple more. You get back I... home just in time to celebrate your birthday. Help, help me. <laughs> help me, you guys, help me. <sighs> it's going well. It's going well. It is It is going well, Dan, but I have been away from home for a while. And yeah, you, you know, I try, I, I'm here to help out my family, but you know, families can be a lot. Yeah. I've done a lot of hooking up of things, Dan. Yeah. I've hooked up like new television headphones and I'm fixing email accounts and I'm moving the furniture and I'm straightening the rugs and I'm moving the boxes. I'm doing all the stuff. But Dan, it's not what you came here to hear about. You came to hear about this. Oh, oh, did I? What are you? She's reaching over. Oh, I think is this a new planner? Dan, this one's different. Oh, no. This one's different, Dan. You know mm -hmm. why? How? This is Why? the one I wanted all along. Okay, so I want to oh. describe this front before you open it up. This is a very, uh, it is it is wider than it is tall. It's big. So Im imagine like a, yeah, it's quite big. Like that, big. it feels like that's larger than eight and a half by 11 turned on its side. Yeah, it's big, yeah. Uh, and then it is ring bound on one side. The whole thing appears to be either like a very dark olive or perhaps a matte black. It's hard it's to like tell. A far, it's like a foresty green. Tan. Yeah. It's a foresty green. And then there's just sort of very minimalist in the center, uh, a little a little rectangular lockup that says something that I can't read. It's but the it's name very, of the per this this looks like a very like like very archival level. Yeah. Uh yeah. level. It's very planner. straightforward. Yeah. There's no like there's no This isn't one that you're gonna act act like you call it a planner, but really it's a fun time sticker book. That shit looks like you're getting work done. Yeah, this this looks like I have the records from 1897 in it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it looks and like you're it looks like you're keeping the books for like a railroad. Thank you. This is why it's good, Dan. Okay. You open it up. She's opened calendar. it. So you okay. get a monthly calendar. Okay. And then there's these so half very, pages. That's very hard for me to see on the webcam, but I believe you. See? Calendar? I mean, not really, but yes. And you get these little half pages. So, like, you oh. always see the months, and then the half pages tell you what you have to do during the week, but you can always check the month. Okay. And then there, there's, like, monthly note, like, like, like just generalized shit you have to do over here for the month. Yeah. So you can always see the whole month as you're working on your week. Well, That's there you go. That's all I wanted. I like it. Okay. You could, I just wanted to be able to see the whole month. 
<laughs> well, that's perfect. great. It's very, very How else could a person have possibly seen the whole month? So perfect. I'm glad somebody finally came up with a way of depicting a month in one view. Finally. And it's, it's very straightforward. I could put All the right. month stuff and then just make a little list. Yeah, perfect. I'm I excited. like it. I'm happy for you. I'm thrilled now, for you. Now, I will say that the, this is a very well, nice, straightforward, well-designed planner. I've watched the videos of the woman who makes it. Her name's on the front. She seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's some heavy lifting involved. <laughs> yeah. She has a character she's made for herself called Planner Patty. Oh, no. She has a lot of character videos. Oh, boy. It's, it's work. Yeah. I was like, woof. But this is a good planner. It doesn't have any faff in it. It's just like, here's your planner. You can see your month. You can write your shit down. Faff free. Now, I will say that the good grift is that she's also made sheets of tiny sticky notes designed for all the sizes of the squares so Man. that you can like mark. And I was like, that's a good grift. Yeah. Because they're uh, super. How many of those have you ordered? None, because they're all out of stock. Oh. <laughs> but what I did then was a pair of scissors, and I just cut some little post-its. Look at that. So that was that was free. That was zero dollars. That was me using Oof. some old post-its. You've got it all taken care of now. I was so excited, Dan. I will tell you, I actually, I followed the delivery on <laughs> FedEx. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, if I take my shower now, I know it'll be outside when I get in. Did you have it delivered to your folks' place? Yes. Nice. And that's part of the reason I couldn't leave on Monday. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like you took yourself hostage. I. It is exactly like I took myself hostage. <laughs> I took myself hostage. Like, and I can't get out. Yeah, like now trapped, you're stuck. Man. There was one time years and years and years and years ago um, where we were staying at Janice's folks' place and uh, a big snowstorm came through. And like Colorado, they don't really know how to shovel or clear snow. They just, they have they have adopted the, the sort of opinion that, well, it will, the sun will come out soon and it will melt away the snow. And usually that works, but not when there's a huge snow. So we ended up getting stuck for days. And it's not like we were like up a mountain or something, like we were in Boulder, Colorado. But uh, the highways and shit like that, they were impassable for a long time. So I, I know the feeling of being stuck. Yeah, and I, now I'm stuck and it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> it has been I, so, it has been, we have had multiple days in a row of sun after going, I think, a month and a half without the sun coming out, which was deadly. And I was remarking as we were walking the little one to school today, I was like, I feel like I'm starting to take this for granted. Because last week, it also was like warm and sunny. But I have a thing now, Maureen, called a job. Mm. I know. I work mornings for a for a news organization here in the Chicago area. And it's fun and it's great. But I am I am used to having more flexibility, not because as anyone who has listened knows, uh, not because I didn't have work, but because I could kind of set my own hours in a way that that allowed for some flexibility. For instance, if it was warm and sunny in the morning, I could go out and see that warm sun. But last week, uh, I, the, we had these two days that were like touching 60, which in February in Chicago, <laughs> you take advantage of that shit. But uh, both days when I stepped outside after after my shift, uh, it immediately clouded up. And I felt like I'm never going to see this goddamn sun. But then all weekend, it's been much cooler, but sunny. And now still here we are midweek, still sunny. Feels great. Yep. Sunny. It's beautiful sunny right now. It's melting all that snow that fell. To... Truly, Dan, it was. I had snow blindness this morning. It was so. At first, it was just I was my hair has been drenched several times from like just covered in snow. 
There yeah. was snow on Dexy's leash. There was so much snow. Like yeah. I came out and I shook the snow off her leash. Uh, now it's nothing. It's like a spring day outside. It's weird. But Dan, I feel like Mexico, when I go, I we, we tend to take our vacation. We go away for a week in the winter. Yeah. And I, I genuinely believe that I carry that, like that it changes everything for me. Mm-hmm. I feel better the whole rest of the winter. I'm fine. Like it's, it absolutely changes the game. Well, that's like great. I got I get all the vitamin D one week. Yeah. You know, in like January, February. And I like February. It's very pink. I think it is the pink month, the pink silvery skies, you know. It's nice. You know that spring's coming where everything's stretching. Days are getting a little bit longer all the time. Let's do the sunset track again. And then we're gonna get to the news down. I just wanted to check the sunset tracker. Let's see here. Okay. All right. I have a sunset tracker on my phone. Nice. Oh, all right. Nice. 5.32 p.m. And by That's this late. Time, whoa. By this time next month, 7.04 p.m. It's all happening. When is spring forward? Early March? Mm-hmm. I usually know this. When is spring, spring forward? forward? 2024. It is Sunday, March 10th. Ding itty dong. So yeah, so that's by like, this time that's less than a month. That's less yeah. than a month. I can do the five thirty. I can do the five thirty. Okay. Yeah. By seven o'clock. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm digging that. Have, I have noticed that it is light out later for sure, and that yeah. is nice. Yeah. That it, it's yeah. those. Having, it's those longer the days. Finally, part has really changed a lot in my own brain. I feel like. But Dan, how is your own brain? Today has been a lot. So like I said, I have a job job, right? I mean, it's not sort of a job job, right? But uh, it, it has compressed my time. I picked this thing up without putting anything down. <laughs> so it Dan. has compressed my time in a way that is uh, challenging. And uh, Tuesdays, because it's our kind of historic recording day and um, and I have a few other things that typically fall on Tuesdays, I don't work the job job on Tuesdays. So that means that meant this morning, especially uh, I had to do a bunch of things. So I've, I've mentioned before that I'm producing uh, a podcast uh, that our that our friend Akila Hughes is doing. And we are we are getting very close. In fact, we have a release date, which is in June, which is very exciting. Uh, But we are submitting episode one to a festival, which means episode one has to be done. Wow. It has to be done next week. And uh, it's everything's done. It just. You know, we need to tweak it all. So and Akilah is recording in like an hour. And uh, so I had to do a whole bunch of kind of like notes and rewritings and things like that this morning. On top of that, the town of Question Mark, Ohio, this will be out. Let me just in my brain, make sure I'm not spoiling anything. No, because we're releasing it this afternoon. And this episode comes out tomorrow. We are releasing the single biggest website that we have built for this whole thing, which is the newspaper where we have 150 articles that date back uh, 90 years. Basically, the whole story of the town as told through newspaper articles. Uh, that is also launching today. So there's been a lot of finalizing bits and pieces for that. I'm very proud of that 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 site. This is amazing, Dan. Go check it out, folks. Uh, and then we're doing this. It's just today, like, there was just a moment this morning where I was like, I might die right now. But I would die from thinking too much. But anyway, that's me. It's all fine. It's all great. This, this picking up a job job, it's not really a job job. Feels like a job job. Uh, that is largely due to the fact of last year's massive amount of debt that we went into when everything started breaking over and over and over again. And uh, it will help pay off that debt. So that is worth it. But um, but yeah, right now I do feel like my brain is on fire. 
<sighs> well, then. A smarter person would probably put things down, but I don't. I just heap them on. Right. Three of my things that I'm doing all have major deadlines next week. <laughs> Which is great. <sighs> anyway. I'm excited about a lot of these things, though. This podcast from Akilah Maureen, this, it's going mean, to fucking light the world on fire. It does feel like it. I am so goddamn excited about it. Right. Oh, it's so Dan, good. Dan, as we said before, we are now almost halfway through February of 2024. Yep. Overall. Yep. Aside from the global catastrophe happening with, sorry, I just saw a foot appear in the air. It was Dexy's Excuse foot. Excuse me? Yeah, Dexy's foot, not just like. Oh, okay. Yeah. She in was, the she, air. I forgot she was in the room with me and she was laying down and just over the surface of the table, she just stretched up a leg and like a foot Got appeared it. in the air. And yeah, now I understand the She's flopped out because she's played in the snow describing. all morning. Um. You know, we're talking, we are in the election year now, Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh, very we're, much so. We're very much in the shoot, and yet it feels like we're very, we're not on the, like, we're in the, the we're in line for the ride. You know, we're, yeah. but we've gotten to that part where you're no longer standing outside, you're standing inside the right. part that they've, you know, the, the cool part of the ride, the indoor you're part in the with the stuff on the wall. You're the as they would say in the, in the business. Yeah. And you're yeah. out of the sun. Yep. So it's not hot anymore. And you're in the kind of cool, but very, now you're in the mood because there's noises and there's cool stuff yeah. you're looking at. And you're like, wow, I'm about to get on the ride. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the zone. Right. That's what it feels like we're in it. We're finding it surprisingly entertaining and maybe, you know, like we're like, wow, we're about to get on this ride. I mean, I feel like so when we went to Walt Disney World last year, mm. there was uh, the weather was mostly beautiful. But there was one day that um, it was it was quite rainy and it was rainy in that kind of Floridian way where like a monsoon will blow through for five minutes. Right. And we were on our way to get on the. To get into the line for the Little Mermaid, which is, uh, you know, totally charming little ride around in a in a clamshell type ride, and uh, and usually quite quick uh, to be in the line. And it was and it was kind of drizzly at the moment, and we were like, well, it'll be handy because you know most of the most of the themed queue is indoors, and. Uh, Everyone in the whole park had the same idea because it was very clear that there was a real rain coming. And so the the posted wait time was like 15 minutes, which or 20 minutes, which honestly is like the outside window for that ride. Right. Like 20 minutes for that ride. That's a lot of that's that's more than the ride is worth. But we got in the line. First of all, absolutely. The clouds fucking opened while we were still outside. Right. But then we get into the inside. And at that point, you can't really turn around easily. And we're and it's still saying 20 minutes, but it is very clear that this is this is not a 20 minute wait. And Maureen, we ended up in that interior queue. And that's really what this is coming to, because you are I think you're correct. We're on the we're in the themed queue part of this election right now. Right. Mm -hmm. But it is now dawning on us the way it dawned on on us when we were in this line. Oh, this wait is a lot longer than the posted wait time. Because I feel like, yes, we're in the themed queue of this ride, but this shit isn't until November. We ended up in the line for The Little Mermaid for over an hour, which is way too fucking long for that ride. But, uh, and that's kind of, I feel like, the same thing with this ride that we're currently on. It's like, oh, cool, we're in the we're in the queue. We're, we're almost on the ride. We are not almost on the ride, Maureen. There's a lot still to go in this line. What does it look like inside of this place that we're in like what kind of structure are we in i think that this is a this is a very large very elaborate haunted mansion that we are in oh oh what kind of house what kind of house white I mean, house i think it's a i think it's a haunted white house right okay it's the haunted white house one time I know it was, oh. where were we i think that there was one time janice and i were on a road trip through missouri 
and we drove through Branson, Missouri. Are you at all familiar with Branson, Missouri? I I know what Bra- what happens in Branson. Right. So Branson, for those of you that don't know, and a lot of people don't know, Branson is like sort of like Las Vegas if it didn't have any gambling and was built around uh, the Ozarks, right? Like a swamp, essentially. But a swamp that a lot of people wanted to go to. And then at some point, someone was like, well, if we build weird shit, then people are really going to show up here. This was a long time ago that we went there. I'm not sure that this still exists, but for instance, so now there are a lot of like entertainers that basically just perform in Branson or or have yeah. their own like themed uh, themed spots in Branson. Um, it is also for Midwesterners, uh, it is very similar to the Wisconsin Dells, which is another place that they sort of, there was this natural beauty that then someone was like, what if we built weird shit here? And then uh, more people would come. But uh, when we went through, and again, this was a long time ago, the uh, Russian Cold War comic Yakov Smirnov had his own theater. That's the kind of place that Branson, Missouri is. It's a place that Yakov Smirnov could have his own theater. I really wasn't expecting that. For those of you not listening or that that are unfamiliar he was a comic i think now he's sort of a right-wing douchebag is my gut i think he's probably like a trump is he but uh his whole thing was he did like uh russians do this americans do that what a country kind of comedy uh back in the 80s yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of like what a country yeah but uh, but yeah, he his theater had his face huge on the roof. Anyway, this was a very long explanation to the to the point that to explain that it was when we were driving through Branson, or maybe now that I've gotten through this whole story, it was when we were driving through the Wisconsin Dells, one of those two places, uh, where they had a White House haunted house. But it was like an alien invasion White House. And the whole White House had been built upside down. So it looked like what? it had been lifted and then dropped. It was like upside down and kind of cracked and sideways. <gasps> yeah. We didn't stop. Uh, uh. We used to do road trips when we were as broke as broke could be. So there wasn't a lot of stopping. <laughs> Just go through places and be like, well, that would be cool if we had any money at all. Oh, oh, Dan, I, what? So I'm kind of imagining it like that. This kind of upside down cracked White House. And you're in this very long line leading up to it. We're in the, like the, we've come out of the Rose Garden, but we're now in the lobby area or something. Yeah, totally. We're walking through those, all those offices in the East Wing or something where all the, you know, that are all moldy and, you know, everybody's a little Warren. Dan, when do you think this year will turn on us? <sighs> just His face. To think. He just he just went to a different place. He really was yeah. like, <laughs> really thinking about that. Made me sad. Yeah. Made me realize that this year, which again, personally slash professionally, has been remarkably decent for me. Um, yeah, I think it's coming soon. I think it's coming soon. When's it? Like, I think that we are essentially on the precipice of the general election here in February. There's like, for some reason, there's still like, I mean, that, that some reason is, I guess, the Constitution, right? But like primaries are still happening. But really, this is the most like pantomime shit on earth and uh and i think we're just getting ready for these two old dudes to just start slugging at each other all the time yeah one of the um when i was flying home on what day did i fly home on thursday we flew home JetBlue, which gives you okay. like free wi-fi and television like it's JetBlue's great yeah it's like a big Back, there's a wall of snacks in the back. Mm. Um, both of my flights, almost empty. 
first flight down to Mexico, I made friends with the flight crew and I hung out right. in the back with them talking books and drinking coffee. Yeah. It's like we're all friends now. Uh, this flight was like pretty much empty again and I had Wi-Fi. So I'm like looking and I'm like, it was the day that they released a special report then yeah. about Biden's memory. Well, technically, the special report was not about Biden's memory. No, but that's what it turned into. Yeah. Technically, it was the end of the special counsel's investigation into Biden's handling of top secret documents, because you'll remember after Trump's after the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Suddenly, it felt like everyone had top secret documents in their <laughs> homes of one kind or another, including Joe Biden, where his team sort of went to the Justice Department. We're like, look, we just did a review of the documents. We found some. Here you go. Like, and then the Justice Department, because this is how shit has to go, had to name a special counsel to investigate his handling because they had a special counsel investigating Trump's handling. Now, did they need to do that? That's open for debate. But that's what they did. Special counsels um, have free reign to do whatever they want. They do not get... uh, told what to do by Merrick Garland or anyone else in the Justice Department. They have a separate budget. They can do whatever they want. The most, I mean, you know, in terms of special counsel investigations that went far afield and ended up in a very different place and then was expected would be Kenneth Starr investigating Bill Clinton's real estate transactions and ending up writing a report about Monica Lewinsky, right? Like, That's sort of how you can go. Uh, So this absolving Joe Biden of any guilt in handling the documents, right? Right. Um, They said very specifically that there was not enough evidence to prosecute him. There was there would not be enough evidence to to rise to a reasonable doubt above a reasonable doubt that he just had these documents and realized it turned him in. Right. Um, and again, I think it's worth, before we get into the meat of this thing, to remember, again, these the Biden team voluntarily disclosed that they had these documents. They gave them back. This is in stark contrast to the game of whack-a-mole that Trump and his goons played with federal investigators for months before finally a raid got the documents back, right? Like, these are not the same thing despite the fact that they sort of feel like they're the same thing. They are very, very much not the same thing. And again, this special counsel decided there really isn't much to this Trump thing. But he wrote a 375-page report, somewhere like that, very, very big, and went to great lengths, this is special counsel Robert K. Herr, to describe Joe Biden as a doddering old man whose memory is so far gone that he can't remember the basics, let alone the major things. He described Biden's memory as, quote, significantly limited, that he had, quote, limited precision and recall. He said part of the reason why he didn't even want to attempt to to prosecute, uh, not, not only because there really wasn't a crime to prosecute, but... Because, quote, at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. According to Herr's report. Oh, boy. Shut up for a second. I need to talk to you guys. Yeah. Hi, Amy Carter's shoe. Hi there. I'm real mad. Yeah. They're talking shit about my man. He is talking shit about your man. I don't like it. Yeah. You tell me where this guy is. I'm going to find him. He's just in Washington, D.C. I'm going to go get this Works with the Justice Department. You mess with my man. You mess, you mess with the Biden, you get the shoe. You know what I mean? The shoe's coming for you. Yeah. The shoe's coming. And this shoe can go right up an ass. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Cannon has. Ah. My man. My man remembers. You know what I mean? My man's got a long memory. (laughs) Long memory. You know what I'm saying, Dan? It's making a dog bark. That's how long it is. 
That's right. That's right. 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 Yeah. Singing songs. My man, my man, he makes the dogs bark. You know what I mean? This dog's barking. Yeah, that dog's barking. Shut up about him. You shut up. Oh, no. You shut up. My man. My man. No, my man. My, you want to talk about my man? No, shut up. This is not about your man at all. No one wants to hear about Bernie, especially not the dog. You shut up. You shut up, my man. You shut up. Everybody shut up about my man. He can. All right. What if I start talking again? Yep. Hey. My mom came in. Oh, the door's open. The door's open. Oh. Shut, shut the door. <laughs> Guys, my mom came in. <laughs> you should have just been like, Mom, I'm on the phone. Mom, Mom, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> shut up, Mom. Hang dude. up. Dan, I am a full-ass adult. <laughs> Forget it. I'm going to get it. I'm getting a drink. <laughs> oh no, she got up. She here. left. Coming back. I got a fridge in this room. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, there's a fridge and a freezer, Dan. And Dan, I was, because I was stuck here, I looked in the freezer because I got an extra fridge and freezer in here because, you know, because they're, they're old people and they got a fridge. Yeah. And um, I was like, I'll just cook some of this meat because we were out of food for her. And I was like, I got to make her something. I'm like, there's a lot of leftover stuff in there. I'll find some chicken or something and I'll boil yeah. it for her. And I went and had a look and I was examining it. And I was like, this ground, frozen ground beef is from 2000, is like from 21. Oof. I was like, who's cleaned this out? So I think that there's a lot of pandemic meat in there. Oof. So one of the things I'm going to do probably today is just like get a bag and go through their freezer and be like, okay. Clear out that All pandemic this pandemic meat. meat is going. Yeah. You're weird time. pandemic meats. I'm cleaning out your freezer. I am a religious fridge cleaner outer, Dan. Yeah. I it's like my fridge is like a professional kitchen. I'm like... Old stuff to the front, newer stuff to the back. Let's go. Everything in labeled containers. I don't fuck with an unorganized fridge. Anyway, we were talking about my man. Oh, Shut up boy. about your man. Uh, look, go on, please. Anyway, I was, on a, I was on a plane when this was happening, and I was watching these reports. Yeah. Continue. Just continue, Dan. I didn't mean to interrupt. With, That's fine. It's fine. Listen, it wasn't According me. According to her's actually. report. Biden had trouble recalling the years he served as vice president, which, I mean, to be fair, who remembers anything before 2020 at this point? Nobody. It's all just a blur. He could not pinpoint, according to the, again, according to the report. I, this is the one that I find the hardest to actually believe. He could not pinpoint, even within several years, when his son Bo had died. And it also, according to the report, his memory about a crucial debate on troop levels in Afghanistan was hazy. Following the release of this report, as you might expect, Maureen, it was immediately seized upon by the Trump campaign, by Fox News, by every single person's angry drunk uncle and every other Republican, too. Following up on that, Joe Biden held a press conference that night where he was allowed to be mad as hell. <laughs> really a lot of swearing. I mean, like saying damn and hell, but, uh, you know, that's something let off the, let off the leash a little bit, uh, vehemently denied the accusations. Essentially his thing was like, how the hell would I be doing what I'm doing? If I was as, 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 you know, doddering as is depicted here. Yes. But, Maureen, here we are now. Yep. At the start, essentially, of the general election in February, where it's once again Joe Biden v. Donald Trump, and somehow 
We're having to look at headlines like, is Biden's memory more of a liability than Trump's indictments? Honestly, Maureen, fucking kill me. <laughs> Just end it for me, please. Dan, it's February. Also, this is not to say, like, the wildest part about all of this is that Donald Trump is fucking nuts. Yeah. That example, man cannot string a single sentence together anymore. No, he... Donald Trump, Trump is... He's been in decline for some time. Yeah. And again... I mean, for example, a couple of days ago, he said, let Russia do what they want. Yeah. Let Russia invade any country they want. Yeah, sure. There's worse. He's so far off the rails that we're not in the same county as the rails anymore. Like we're in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Like we're in some sort of like, you know, roadrunner situation. We're in that roadrunner thing where you go off the cliff and you just keep going straight. Yeah, but those rails have been a long, a long time gone, and eventually when someone's going to look down, and we know what happens when you look down in a Roadrunner cartoon. When your policy is the first day, I'm having, you know, that you see the movie The Purge. That's going to be my first day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no platform. I don't know what we're voting for. Hmm. There's just one guy who's like this. <laughs> yeah. What we have right now. Or another guy who is it it's like meth, the person. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it, it it's just like a oh, first time I'm gonna have a purge. I'm going to let Russia do whatever they want. I'm going to get a law passed that I could kill anybody. (laughs) There's no like policy. There never was. Like he was was president for four years. Remember that? Like nothing happened. He just signed weird stuff all the time. Every single day it was like our brains were diminished. Yeah. You know, life, life always came at you fast. Yeah. But things are now at a speed that no one can withstand. (laughs) So we uh we have taken to watching a television program called Lego Masters over in our house, which is like a it is actually originally a British reality show. It's like the great British bake off for people that build shit out of Lego. Right. Which the little one is. I mean, it's basically amazing. Will Narnett is the uh, host of it. A very charming, very fun show. And they do shit like. Uh, For instance, the season we just finished watching, the challenge was these teams had to build windmills that they then blew a fan at at 60 miles an hour, right? And these Lego windmills had to withstand, the winning ones had to withstand 50, 60 mile an hour winds. And I feel like that's us right now. Like we're this, (laughs) we're this tottering Lego tower that is being blown, being wheeled into position in front of a giant fan that is going to blow at 60 miles an hour at us. Yeah, that sounds about right. When did you, when did you decide that the uh, year was going to turn on us? I didn't. That's when you went blank. Yeah, that's when I went blank because I want to, I want this moment. Mm. Again, I, I want to couch this by saying personally and professionally. Because there's a lot of this moment that is fucking shit ass, let's face it. But uh, I would like to just ride this moment out a little longer. But I think it, I think we're not li- riding this moment. This out American much moment, so, you know, yes. certainly. We, there's a like we said, there's a uh, major, 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 major international crisis going on. A human humanitarian crisis of uh, absolutely ungodly proportions going on right now. yeah so uh it's not like everything's wonderful we're talking simply about the uh the united states teetering not on not being in an election cycle possibly the weirdest election we're gonna ever have 
Yeah. And that's saying a lot, because you know what we've had a lot of lately? Weird fucking elections. Yeah, I mean, Trump one was weird. And then it was a surprise, like, gut punch. Yeah. Trump, too, was just in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And Trump, three, uh, he's going to kill everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's got four criminal charges against him and is um, trying, I mean... And then what what again we have the first criminal trial coming up next month. Yep. In theory. Yeah, the 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 New York Stormy Daniels one. That uh, I'm losing the end track of March. Of everything, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. That's because everything else is now on hold. That's the only one that still has a firm date. Are they all on hold? Mm-hmm. Well, Georgia we still have never gotten a date for. So um, but the other two are currently on hold, the Mar-a-Lago documents and the January 6th one. January 6th one is awaiting now the Supreme Court. Trump's folks just uh, just appealed to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court has to decide whether they want to kind of issue some sort of summary judgment that would perhaps release the hold that currently exists on the case and allow it to move forward. Or uh, are they going to say, no, let's keep this stay in place until we and can the- hear these arguments? What's the what's the Supreme Court hold on that one? Because that's not the presidential part. Like the presidentials can do anything. One is it? It is. This is that. That is this. This is, this that. is that one. Yeah. Right. This is that one. They are also Presum- hearing the the. They just heard the can Trump be thrown off, right? Uh, the ballots. But no, this is the a president has immunity forever for anything argument that got has been thrown out so far by two judges or one judge and a panel of judges and now the Supreme, it's up to the Supreme Court to whether or not they want to hear that or not. You think they're going to hear it? I mean the part of me that enjoys logic would say no because they basically already decided this once, you know, because mm-hmm. they've they've had the this this Trump presidential immunity argument has been made by Trump before, and they decided that one already. So there's a part of me that wants to say their easiest way of not getting into the shit on this is to just say, no, we're not going to hear this. We already made, you know, we already ruled on this, you know, throw it back to the throw it back to the um, appeals level. But I think they'll probably hear it. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll find in his favor, but it's because it's insane. But I think because it's insane. And I think that even the the most staunch conservatives on that court know it's insane. Well, maybe not the most staunch, but enough of them. When do you think you're gonna when would you think March for that maybe or April? For that trial to move forward or for the Supreme Court to hear it or whatever? For the Supreme Court to hear it. That one I'm not sure. You know, there's sort of seems to be multiple states of mind on this. Like the the this Supreme Court was installed in part to carry water for Donald Trump argument would say that even if they find that it isn't uh, a a valid argument, which it almost certainly they will find, uh, they can do him a big favor by just delaying this for a long time by putting it on their real schedule, you know, which would mean not they wouldn't even hear it until I think the summer at the earliest, you know, and then wouldn't mm-hmm. issue a decision on it until the fall. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know that anyone knows. So- anyway, to answer your question. It's all coming crashing down real soon, I think. What uh, you want to say? I'm going to go like April 8th. (laughs) Okay. I I don't know why. It's like kind of early ish April. Some, some, the first weird, truly weird thing will happen. Okay. The first like twist of the knife. Yeah. That's what I think. All right. Okay. Because I, I think, think that that's what good. it will, you know, the weird first criminal charges thing will, you know, we'll start to have some word. And just something will, with the one of the two of them will come up. Like just something right. truly like, 
you know, one of them sprouts wings or something. <laughs> now that, that would truly be unexpected. What about the summer, Dan? What do you think of how we're going to feel by summer? What kind of spicy <sighs> summer are we going to have, Dan? I mean, the summer will be the party convention, so that should be a blast. Right, it's going to be fun. That's late summer, but still. What what cities are they in? Uh, Republicans are in Milwaukee. Mm. And um, no, they were in Milwaukee last time. Hold on. Let me look. Which lucky cities? I remember when the Republicans came to New York and every single one of us took as our absolute. No, they are in Milwaukee. To say, you know, when we when one came up to us on the street and asked for directions to absolutely send them in the wrong direction. That was our job. Um, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Dan. I did that. The Republicans like, how do I Milwaukee. get there? I think okay? I confused it because I believe the Democrats were in Milwaukee last time. But Republicans are in Milwaukee. Democrats, Maureen Johnson. Chicago. Hey, ding dong. It's all happening. The the Chicago Democratic Convention's famously good history. The there was I was in or just out of college. Must have been the ninety six Democratic Convention, so I was just out of college. Uh was also in Chicago, the Democratic one. A friend of mine who went on just this last year to win a MacArthur Genius Grant, mm. an artist, he made a mockumentary about the Democratic National Convention and other things. But, uh, and I, I was one of the people in it. We were a group called Male Exotic Dancers in Coalition Against Right-Wing Extremism, otherwise known as Medicare. <laughs> little little shout out also to my favorite podcast, The Dollop, um, because they just did a two-parter on Anita Bryant. Yeah. And this uh, is just a, this that, is a the, you're really zigging where I was zagging. All right, let's go. Because you just what you just made me what you just said made me think of it. Male exotic. Yeah. Because Anita Bryant, if you don't know, is a very famous polar evil figure from the 70s who was like a kind of Republican singer. Like she just was like a sing. She was like real squeaky. Yeah. And uh, she was the spokesperson for the orange for orange juice. Uh, but she oh, just yeah. decided that gay people were the worst thing in the world and yep. made it her whole life. You know, one of those things where people get people get on a bandwagon and then they because they get pushed back and people are like, hey, you're you're evil. They make yeah. it their entire thing. Yeah. And um, she she's the worst. And it, this two parter is actually pretty satisfying. because I'm like, this is going to be a bummer. But it turns out. That she truly um, gets what she deserves. <laughs> wow! And it does, and it features Branson, Missouri, uh, a, as part of the story. It's um, yeah. yeah, she truly gets exactly what she deserves, and it's uh, pretty good. Um, in that, uh, she loses her career and ends up playing in like mobile home parks to a night. Like she's just truly, she kind of. I mean, she 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 gets what's appropriate. I like uh, I like stories that end like that that are real. Oh, this one's very satisfying. Like part two oh, is an absolute nice. delight, beginning to end. But what's interesting about it, and and that what you just said made me think of it because you're like male exotic dancers against um, in coalition against right wing extremism. That I mean, basically, <laughs> um, it talks about how that sparked off the modern uh, queer rights movements. Yeah, like it really helped spark everything because it really brought the like it really brought the word gay into like the vernacular. You know, like people right, were right. Like, gay. Okay, let's yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Um, but you got to see the turf playbook, the anti-trans playbook, beat for beat, because those song sheets never change. It's true. They use the same ones every time, note for note, every time. Every fucking time. And when you get challenged, they double down. And that's how you get J.K. Rowling. Ding dong. Ding ding ding. Um, so, yes, it's all very interesting and worth listening to. It's called The Dollop. I love it. It's one of my favorites. They have one on uh, Elon Musk. They have one on Donald Trump. Like, they, But the Anita Bryant one is pretty goddamn satisfying. 
Um, and if you're interested in how people get into turfism and stuff like that, I think it's a pretty good example. Uh, that's just a positive thing. But then, yeah, we're in the we're in the holding period for this year, American politics wise. It's true. Um, yeah, and I feel like then it's very very important for us to really nail down. In fact, Dan, hello and welcome to Maureen's Mindfulness Moments. There it is. At the end of the episode, I give you something to meditate on. Now, Dan, as you know, I got a new plan. I'm making plans. You know what they say, people make plans, God laughs at you. So, Dan, we should plan to go to Disney World because give yourself a beautiful thing to look at. Put something in your your, your calendar, big or small. But you say, hey, maybe that, like, on that day, I'm going to have the spaghetti or whatever, you know, like, whatever you want. Like, you're going to have something nice. Okay. I say we, we book it, Dan. We book this thing. We say, no matter what, we're going to the Disney World. We're going to have the Dole Whip. We're all going to be together. We're going to have a nice time. I think it's important to give yourself something nice because this year may take. It may take from you. It may pick your pockets. It's like the opposite of that thing where at the, my, my church, when I used to go to kid, you paid a, it, you could, it was the clown pockets. You know, you paid five cents to pick something from the top pockets, but it was like a quarter to pick from the, ba- with the down low pockets. And again, the more I think about that, the weirder it gets. But it was yeah. the thing. It was the clown pockets, Dan. You're telling me you never heard about clown pockets where you get to Oh, pick. you've told us the story of Pockets the Clown a saying, few have, different times. Haven't you ever encountered it in your own life? Never. Really? I thought this was a thing. No, this was just your own Up little here, thing. These are the five cent pockets. Yeah. These are the dimes. Down here is the quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Down here you get like a top or something. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't even know what you sure. got here. Like a, like a paper clip or something. I don't even remember what was in the five cent pocket. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a thing that we all did. Sometimes... I don't, what, I don't, wait, Dan, sometimes you're going to get the five cent pocket. Sometimes you're going to get the quarter pocket. But Dan, I'm just saying, put a nice thing in your calendar. Give yourself a little something because it's coming for us, Dan. Mm-hmm. It is, it is guaranteed it is coming for us. And everybody, you just know that everybody's going to get more nuts. Everybody's going to get more spicy. And that that election, that's not going to be that day. That's going to be like a whole thing. So it's going to go into Christmas. It's going to go into December. It's going to go into all those holidays. It's going to cause a lot of bullshit. So probably let's already plan to get really into crafting. I'm just saying take your planner, flip it a few months, and give yourself the spaghetti or the $5 clown <laughs> pocket or whatever special thing you need to make yourself feel good. Doing it in advance that way when you flip the calendar, you say, oh, I gave myself spaghetti in a clown pocket. Give yourself the quarter clown pocket. You deserve it. It's 2024. I don't know how many more of these we're going to get. This has been your mindfulness moment of the week. My name is Maureen. Uh, I'm also, I also sell vertical blinds. Uh, if you're interested in those, uh, at the best rates you're going to get anywhere. I love you. God bless. Namaste. <laughs> wow. I think I'm getting better at my voice, at the soothingness. It's very soothing. Yeah. It's very soothing, especially who doesn't like a real soothing mindfulness moment that centers around spaghetti. You get spaghetti. Um, you talking about the spaghetti reminded me that I wanted to give a little shout out to uh, the New York Times about a few weeks ago published a hundred plus sheet pan dinner recipes. <laughs> and Maureen Johnson, that shit has changed our dinners. They're so good and easy, delicious, worth checking out. That's my that's Fine, my plug of the week. You know what I'm gonna do? I've decided to do Dan. I'm gonna make a shit ton of, of vegan sushi. I've there got go. my sheet, my little roller sheet, but I had some the other day. It was delicious. I'm like, I'm gonna start making more of this shit. It's good. All right. You can make make jackfruit spicy crab and avocado and put a little all delicious little spicy sriracha mayo in there sure like Yum. it's a, all vegan it's tasty it's not that I hard like a sriracha mayo oh yeah it's not that hard to make so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do that well we're there you take go. care of ourselves it's 2024 it's all you we know. can do oh boy someone's awake someone loves this it's the snow's gone already baby 
Well, yes, the good no news is you can take her out soon because Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, you get this all over again most Sundays. And that $10 a month level gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. No. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on threads, uh, at Says Who at omfg.town on Mastodon. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at Says Who Podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run Discord server, you can do that over at tinyurl.com slash Says Who Discord. Whatever you do. Spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, the 21st of February, for our very next episode. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. And I will be back in the saddle in New York City, baby. Best city on earth. No notes. (laughs) No notes. (laughs) <laughs> no flaws um what was it we got a notice about <laughs> oh we got a notice they're like okay someone's been throwing something out the window stop throwing shit out the windows <laughs> i don't know who our new dirtbag neighbor is but somebody <laughs> is throwing stuff out windows that's a new one also i had electrical work done while i was gone i was like please fix this please fix this plug and I came home to a note that was like, we have finished the work in your apartment. And he wrote in block letters across it, just wiggle it when you plug something in. So that seems <laughs> perfect. Fine. You're good. From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where my dog is barking. Which... I am Maureen Johnson. This is Dexy Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Whoa.